Hey there, Lions fans. Welcome to the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Up here in northern Michigan on a chilly, rainy spring day, evening. So Beautiful I'm... outside. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got shorts on. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was taking plastic off my windows this weekend. And uh, the old winter plastic... Take that down. And, nice, uh, nice. And, uh, Roger Goodall was uh, putting screens in his uh, <laughs> putting screens in his windows yeah. uh, during the, what the fifth, sixth, seventh round when he was you know trying to figure out what Man, to do. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this was a draft weekend. Here we are coming in, and uh, the draft is over. It is over. And I'm happy. Oh, happy. happy. Are you happy, Tom? I'm I'm fairly happy. I'm pretty happy. Somewhat happy, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's all that matters. I think I think it uh, went well. Uh, gosh, went off without a hitch. You know, all the virtual uh, IT uh, worries uh, were yeah, that was uh, pretty much awesome. to do about nothing. I didn't see and, any any issues with anybody doing anything everybody was pretty conservative as overall yeah it may it may have may have hurt uh, uh well i don't i don't think the the format hurt so much as as the uh the covid19 uh restrictions and lack mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. uh medical evaluations i think that's probably what hurt hurt the most um it was really interesting though the way it came off and the ability to have these guys be doing this at home, um, uh, many of these coaches with their kids, and GMs with their kids, uh, yeah. you know, around in Detroit's case, both GM and coach um, had their kids there. Yeah, for sure. You know, but yeah, a lot of these guys, that was really cool. It was. To have that interaction, that family interaction with, you know, and everything. So um, uh, I, th- I think that was that was pretty huge for the ratings overall. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it it seems that the the coaches and and the GMs and they they loved it and just yeah. being home. Yeah, and well, people are mixing stuck inside home life and, and yeah. work together. Right. Cheers. Cheers yeah. to some blue Kool-Aid. Kool Aid. And here's to uh, the number one through nine draft picks that are now Detroit Lions, barring uh, any some sort of incident between now and when it becomes official since they're still not socially uh, connected uh, right. enough to sign a contract, I, yeah. go through a physical quite yeah. I, I, I haven't quite worked out what the the, diff, the opposite of social distancing is. is it social okay. undistancing, yeah, undistancing or unsocial distancing or you know getting like, social. Yeah, getting social. Um, so um, plus, shoot, who knows? Ashawn Robinson could fail his physical and become a lion again here. Oh in, gosh, uh, a few I don't months. think that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's already happened. You know, I think that's taken care of. I don't know if these things are all official yet, but uh, <laughs> that's just here. So. Yeah. But hey, at this point, I'd take the competition, yeah. especially at uh, defensive lines. I think the uh, uh, official sorry. draft site already has the uh, our undrafted free agents that we uh, as as signed which is interesting oh um yeah so but 
there was one that uh, was reported that was you know signed that went to it end up going to Atlanta. So uh, you know again right I'm not sure if they're official official, but it pretty much seems to be at this stage. Yeah, yeah we're recording this on Monday after the draft, mm -hmm. um, so not uh, not. Not Sunday night. Not Sunday. Yeah. Not, not Saturday. Not Sunday. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. We have a little list of, of the undrafted free agents that, that we'll go through as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, the ones that we did, did end up en entering onto the website, the official website. Yeah. And scooped up some defensive backs and so forth. So, yeah. No. Not a big list, though. Not a big list. Um, we had nine draft picks. So... We were able to get quite a few good guys. I will a lot, say. A lot of good guys. A lot I mean, of good guys. They, each one could end up actually making the roster around six and seven, you know. We'll talk about that later. We'll, uh, we'll yeah. be challenged. You know, even the fifth rounders are, are, are going to have competition for sure. On the other hand, um, they could fill multiple roles. You know, these two guys could actually take the place of possibly three guys. So, you know, if you start getting that kind of good quality in the draft, then your team should improve. Yeah, because right now the, the full 90-man roster is full. Um, and shoot, you know, it, it happened fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. it sure does. Yeah. They uh, they had to cut a couple of guys uh, last week, um, and uh, and then uh, release a few more. Yeah. To add some undrafted free agents, so um, you know there has been some change to the roster overall as far as you know guys that were released. Um, Randy, do you have a list on those guys? Do you guys want to go through a list of? I've got a list of just about everything here. Do but, you? Um, I mean, I know on the running backs, we we, we uh, let go Trey, uh, Trey Carson. Trey Carson. Yep. Yep. And the tight yep. ends, we lost. Um, we didn't lose no tight ends. No, yeah, Paul. Um, oh, I missed that one then. Butler. Paul Butler. That was. Shoot. Okay, that was it. That I was last week. Down. Last week, yeah, that was before. Okay, that draft, was the, right? one of the first ones to make some room. Um, oh, that's and, right. Um, that way, we lost ago, Steve yeah. Longa uh, to make room at, at linebacker. Uh, um, long snapper uh, James uh, Fisher. 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 Yep. Right. Yep. That was. Yep. That was today. Actually, yes, Monday. Okay. Okay. Um, and the punter, one of the punters. One of the punters. Not guy. Mr. Fox. Matt Wild. Matt Wiley. Yep. Matt Wiley. Wild, 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 whatever. Yeah. So we had to let uh, some guys go uh, to make room for uh, for a few. Uh, Is there an uh, O-lineman? Yeah, Casey Tucker. Casey Tucker. And, uh, did, did, you, did you mention the, the running back, Trey Carson? Yeah, yeah, I did mention him. Yep. Okay, I think right. I think Casey Tucker was the last guy that I was looking for. I knew there was one more. Yeah, I got yeah. six guys here. Is what yep. I got. Yep, I think yeah. So Trey Carson and uh, and Paul Butler tight end and and uh, Casey uh, Tucker. Tucker, okay. 
Okay. Thank Steven you. Longa. Steven That's Longa. That's the one that surprised me the most. I really didn't think they'd let him go. Yeah, Jamie Fisher and, and, and also the punter, um, Matt Wild. Or Wiley. Wild, Wiley. Wild, yeah, yeah. Wild, probably yeah, Wild. Yeah, just say it both yeah. ways every time. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I, I think it was Todd that got me calling him Wiley. So. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and we and we added a fullback, you know, Luke Sellers, um, Hunter Bryant at tight end, which was uh, you know a nice pick there. And we had uh, Jalen Elliott, um, Bobby Price, and Jeremiah. I'm not sure how to uh, go frog. No, <laughs> Dinson. Yeah, Dinson. All defensive backs, safety cornerbacks, and yep. um, and the punter um, Aaron. Cypers? Sippers? 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 And added Stephen Wintel at, at the long snapper position. So uh, that's a nice little group, yeah. you know, that. We, yeah, we, we uh, dropped the long snapper as well. Yep, right? dropped the long snapper, added a long snapper. So dropped a punter, added a punter. Yep, exactly. One for one, one for one. Right, right. And then added Upgrade. some defensive backs, some young defensive backs that to, because uh, we really didn't draft a safety. Right. So, um, you know, we got some nice, you know, pieces for the the back end of. Um, but according the to defense. PFF, the, the the safety was the twentieth best safety in the draft. Which safety? The undrafted. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The undrafted safety. Okay. Right. Because he was the only safety that we got. Of the, of the three defensive backs, he's the, the only safety? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, Jason I, Elliott, out of Notre Dame. Okay, another Notre Dame book guy. Yeah, okay. another big, Jaylen, big school. Jalen Elliott, yeah. I'm sorry. I said Jason. Did I say Jason? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, Jalen. Jalen yeah. Elliott. Elliott yeah. yeah, out of Notre yeah. Dame. Yeah, another out big Notre school Dame. guy. So he's he's coming, he, yeah, he's coming over with the Okora boys. Okay, slow and he down. was a six-round projection, too. At so, safety? So, yeah. How, how big was he? Six foot even, 205 pounds. Hmm, okay. Okay. I, I, yeah. Maybe, maybe okay. more of a, I don't know. Back he could be a little taller, three, but three, three, that's all right. He's six foot. Yeah, he's a little bit on the smaller side. Um for a slower but that, safety, know, the safeties this guy. year. Yeah, the safeties this year maybe were he's, maybe kind of that way. Yeah, I mean, he could, uh, you know, start out as a backup uh, special teams guy. That way. Yeah. Jeremy? What, what, Randy? Yeah, nobody's going to steal him off the practice squad. Let's put it Yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, they have their choice to come here in the first place, so. You know, yeah, you and know the safeties weren't real deep in the draft as a to begin with, so yeah, they weren't sought after. Um, well, the one guy out of this whole group that's to be, you know, most excited about, I think, is Hunter Bryant. They, uh, I guess, he was projected as being the best tight end overall in this draft, but he wasn't taken. You know, so. right? Yeah, definitely by PFF and. Uh, you know the the tight end class was was all over the place is, with projections and people because they it, 
you know, they didn't really have any consensus. Um, but PFF, yeah, he had him. They they had him uh, as their number one tight end. Uh, I think we had him as number three. Uh, so yeah, 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 he was up there. You know, yeah, third it was row surprising that he did. Uh, even, right. He's kind of short, you know, but yeah, I guess perfect that's age deal, back. Right? Six two, stuff. yeah, six two is a little short. But hey, Chicago let Dre Burton go. Where did he end up at? Nowhere. I don't think. It's- I don't think anybody's signed him yet, did yeah, they? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think he has been signed. But. Uh, our our uh, local kid uh, from Elk Rapids, Adam Troutman, uh, ended up yeah. at New Orleans. Nice. It's so, a great spot. Good for him. You know, yeah. drafted as draftee, not yeah. an undrafted Gets to kid. play with Drew Brees. Gets to, yeah. And now Jameis Winston. Because he got signed by nice. uh, New Orleans today. So good golly. Is that right? No. Yeah. Okay. I think that's one. Yeah. More news. Yeah, I was, I I was hoping he'd come back to, to football somewhere along the line. He just needs, I think his biggest problem was he just needed to get out of the state of Florida, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't go far, but still. Um, yeah, still. Okay. So, hey, any other general thoughts on the draft? As we're. Well, that's pretty much what we ended up with the. Uh, you know, releasing guys and, and uh, adding. Now um, it's pretty much the uh, the picks. Yeah. You know, it's a shoot started off uh, the way everyone thought it it would uh, with with uh, Burrow and Young, Chase Young going second. Uh, so there was no controversy there for the Lions having to uh, worry about taking Chase Young or not. Uh, and then it came down to really, I guess, four guys uh, that the Lions could have taken at uh, number three. It could have been uh, yeah, Akuda. A it guys, could have been Akuda. It could have been Brown. could have been Simmons. It could have been Werfs. Yeah, uh, Thomas, Wills. Uh, uh, Kalevon Jason. Kalevon Jason. Judy. Judy. Uh, Lamb. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Riggs. But, it, but it came down to Didn't Riggs go before Riggs, first. Rugs came Excuse first, me. yes. Yeah, yeah. But that was like twelve, right? Yeah, Rugs was yeah, yeah. The receivers were twelve, fifteen. Yeah, could been. Yeah, they were down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't crack the top ten this year. Well, it was um, fairly so conservative yeah. through, and, so, and really almost yeah. like, I mean, nobody traded. Yeah, nobody. Nobody was able, uh, you know, willing to uh, reach for anything. Yeah. To his hip, to his hip, right there, Kill, yeah. killed it. You know, yeah. no, no medicals, couldn't see him. I was surprised that nobody wanted to come up and, and take to it. Yeah. So um, we mentioned it quite a bit like, throughout the the last few months that uh, I mean, the there might be no juice. No the juice. Dude's to come a pretty out. accurate thrower. Makes you know quick reads. Yeah, accurate throws. But, but he, if, he is a little brittle, but but the only other team that wanted a quarterback this high, Chicago got him, got him at at six. You know the next pick. So uh, there was I, no I juice. I love the way that uh, the NFC other teams in the NFC North drafted this year. It just, they just did so good. <laughs> uh, one of them got a quarterback. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, but you know, in the top ten, there was two teams. There were two quarterbacks, and there was no juice to to jump the Giants and come to the Lions. Uh, so we got. Yeah, we I got, was really surprised. We got we got stuck with uh, uh, 
With Okuda. Who did Car- Carolina end up with? It, it, uh, Not stuck with Okuda, but stuck and, with Okuda. Did they take uh, uh, Simmons? Who? Carolina? Seven? Eight, uh, no. uh, nine? Arizona, Arizona took Sim- yeah, Simmons. Yeah, where did we go with At eight? Yeah. Uh, Brown Jai's, I went mean, before him. Oh, yeah, Brown went to seven. Yeah. And then Carolina was nine, right? So it was Brown's, what was it, Simmons? Carolina was seven. Jacksonville was nine. Oh, Carolina was eight. We're going oh, okay. seven, nine, eight. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville, Carolina. Uh, sorry. Carolina, Arizona, Jacksonville. Okay. Right? And then uh, the Browns. That's the way I remember it. As the world re- relies the on whole, my brain yeah, yeah. for memory. For me, it was like that whole top group, though. It was so interchangeable. Just depending on what you wanted to take. I didn't, I didn't really see anybody that much over the... You know, because when you look at Okuda, um, Thomas, at left tackle, who was, you know, pretty much, you know, more the ideal left tackle. Yeah. But, um, you know, and, and, and the two quarterbacks in that group, and then you drop, start in with uh, a Brown... We're at seven, and start working your way back with the you know Henderson and you know and Simmons and you know and that and that and that group, um, you know off, yeah. you know throw in the offensive tackles, um, yes. you know because I mean, Henderson went in there was it Henderson that went to Arizona I forget I thought Simmons went to Arizona but. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure either. I, didn't, I don't have that in front of me. I don't, I don't have, have that in front of me because we weren't going to talk about the draft so much. We were going to talk about the Lions picks, really. <laughs> right, right. But my but, initial thoughts on it, you know, right. it's just nobody really moved. Everybody pretty much took exactly what, you know, they needed. Yeah. Um, you could have pretty much, no and, and Lions could have went in any different direction, with, you know, whether it had been Okuda or Brown, or Wills, or Worfs, or one of the, you know one of the tackles. Yeah, um, I think yeah that was that was it. That was those yeah. four or five. I mean, for me, it was like you know I would have preferred a tackle type situation in the first rather than yeah. say the guard in the third and taking the cornerback in the third as a, you know, yeah, uh, you know in that type of range. But they decided to go with the cornerback. And then, you know, load it up with, uh, you know, guards after that. Yeah, you know. which which hints towards it, it, a, a change in the offense a little bit. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something I didn't see coming. Right. High pitching. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, the draft went a little bit uh, heavy towards uh, the new coaches. Each coach seemed to get a little toy to right. play with. New right. toy to play with. Right. And that's something we don't... Didn't really think about too much in our, our pre-draft uh, run-up, you know. Um, so, yeah, with uh, Swift for the offensive coordinator uh, and uh, a lot of special teams guys at the end there on running, the running back, Hundley. Um, so, but Okuda, yeah. 
Um, everyone saw that coming. Pretty much. You know, that got, was the popular pick, yeah, right? We got the we got the best cornerback in the draft. So you can't really say much otherwise. Uh, maybe maybe C.J. Henderson. Uh, some people had him up there um, as the number one, um, but um, I'll take it. You know, I I liked Brown as well. I would have taken him, been just as happy. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted Werfs, but it really seems like it wasn't part of their plan. So, uh, and that that that's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, I think that you know they've you know went more with um, Okuda. You know, in part just because of the skill position. I mean, you know, I could say it's you know it's just the popular pick. It's getting more value you know. now than it has in the past. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, you know, and and it's fine the way it ended up breaking down. And we could talk a little bit more about you know the, the roster Specifics. later, I guess yeah. too. Yeah, you know, but yeah, for as far as the, from the first pick with with Okuda, were you okay with that, Randy? Did you like Okuda? Were you okay? I mean, with he it? was in my top fifteen, but I could have shoved anybody in into my top fifteen. Randy, are you with us? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I'm, I'm gonna just ask this. You know, it's like to me, <clears throat> it you know, this year, do you think Okuda is a plug and play player? To me, the answer is no. Uh, I I think he's going to be a depth player this year, you know, just just because very few rookies ever come in and and do very well as a quarterback in the NFL. It takes a good two to three years, somewhere between two and three, they'll catch on, you know, about halfway. Sometimes it through about halfway through their second year. Yeah. There, there, there's a learning curve for a quarterback, and it takes a while to get get the speed. Sure and, does. And I really don't think there's any exceptions here. I think <laughs> they're going to bring him along slowly. I think they'll plug and play him during the year to put him in situations where he will succeed. And because uh, I think they, he does a lot of grabbing that he got away with at Ohio State, and he's definitely not going to get away with that mm. kind of thing in Detroit. Well, he is a he is a Detroit Lion now, so no one else gets away with it, well, so why should exactly he? that's exactly my point. <laughs> right. you know, yeah. He's not the starter yet. Someday he might be, but this year, you know, like I said before, I kind of think Trufant is the guy that will, will probably be the starter on that side. And, uh, and I think a warrior will be the starter on the other side. Could but be. That's, the, that's my take on Akuda. Uh, other than Pat, you know, he's got a pretty big wingspan and a pretty, really decent vertical, so he should, should, he should bring in some interceptions. He really should, you know? Yeah, he's, he's got the uh, athleticism. Got pretty good speed, four four eight, you know, forty. So decent. I, 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 you know, I'm not happy with the pick because I really think that Worfs could have done a lot more for the team that he will be able to. But uh, I, I, I can see his skill set. I think he will do very well. But I think it's just going to take a little time for him to get there. Yeah. 
yeah, it is a a future uh, play for sure, a long term play. Uh, right. So uh, right. anything else before on Akuda before we move to the well, second I mean, you guy? know, really, I mean, yeah, I mean, from from my standpoint, um, you know, yeah, he's definitely just fit into a group, and just like I've you know heard a lot about our next uh, round pick, uh, you know, at running back. You know, oh, it's way too big of a value, you know, for a running back position. For me, this is two years in a row where we went tight end at number eight, a little bit high for me in that value, you know, position this year. You know, three, you know, I'm not crazy about cornerback there. You know, again, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been the highest tight end taken, in a, you know, in a, a decade or whatever. Now it's, uh, you know, highest cornerback in two decades. Um, so, you know, Quinn's doing a nice job of, of uh, you know, keeping the records going. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it, whether or not it's, you know, the smartest thing to do yet. It's is, what everyone wanted. <laughs> but it's the popular thing. So hopefully these guys can, uh, can step up. Can be, can't be wrong. E eventually. But I don't want to put too much pressure on. But they are Lions now, and we are going to root for them. I am. That's for sure. Yep, me too. Absolutely. You know, uh, you know, there's, you know, does he, you know, come with some, some rookie flaws? Absolutely. Yeah, um, yep. You know, he gets yep. thrown around in the run game. I kind of, I almost spit out my blue Kool-Aid when, <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> when Bob Quinn said, oh, he's good in the run game. I was like, yeah, he's good at getting his butt tossed right out of bounds. You know, <laughs> I mean, my, hey, at least he, he tries hard. But, I mean, yeah, his technique, uh, yeah, it's bad when you watch him engage high. Um, when he doesn't need to engage at all, and then the last thing you want to do is engage high. And then He's the guy just comes underneath that's, him and rides him out of the play. That that's why you don't take him. It's at like three, he's right? trying. He's trying to pretend he's going to hold some what sort of edge to the play, and and, right. and his technique is horrible. Horrible. I'm, well, I mean the results are bad because he got terrible. thrown out of the play, you know, too much. So, but, but that's, that's coachable that, stuff. Yeah, that's that's all yeah. coachable stuff. The high end. There's on, on very Korea. few cornerbacks that come out of college with. Great run stopping abilities, and right. Uh, it's and not their forte. Right, it's, right, right. You know. now but he, he is kind of you he know was the prepped kid up last that year. Way. Uh, Skeeter, uh, Weezer, um, <laughs> I forget what they called him, um, but he was the uh, kid from Clemson, I believe, or LSU. He was the number one corner supposedly, right. yep, but he yep, fell, okay. and. Um, Everyone said, no, we can't take him because he, he doesn't tackle. Right. Well, Henderson was kind of like that this That's year. That's the I guy mean, this you know, Yeah, because he was about the same size rose. as Okuda. But he rose, right? You know, because he's faster. He, for whatever reason. Well, the thing is, is that oh, Jeff is not afraid to tackle. That's for sure. I mean, right. he wants to be physical the, the kid so last he can year, learn. What they were and the highest praise is that, I mean, he's... He's a dedicated football guy, a super high character guy. So this is a Bob Quinn, you know, you know, this is what we've been, you know, pushing towards, you know, keep the high character guys. Yes. And, Very uh, high character. you know, they're going to study hard. And now I realize this is part of why they took Jared Davis, you know, mm, four yeah. years ago. Right? Uh, you hear this, much of the same things, and I, you know, and I just hope that, uh, 
you know, he doesn't take quite as long or run into an injury problem or something, you know, things that hold him back. Yeah. I, I think three, going. four years from now, when we should be grading, right, three years from now yep. when we grade, you know, a true draft, you know, yeah, we're hoping that yeah, he's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's got all the gifts, you know. I don't know if I agree that he'd been the biggest impact this year, but then again, you know, maybe we don't need to have him to be the biggest impact this year. You got a point? That's what I'm hoping for, you know, because that's what I hope for every rookie. They get a chance to grow a little bit sure. before they get thrown to the wolves, you know. Yep, yep. And even but, though he's touted as, yeah, he's going to be, you know, coming right out and starting right away, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, we hope he's going to get a lot of snaps, you know. But I wouldn't, you know, you know, I'd pump the brakes on, you know, he starts week one with, with no OTAs, you know, just, you know, the virtual OTAs or whatever. Yeah. And just, you know, and we hope that everybody can come in for training camp. So, and see how that goes. Hmm. If not, they would probably be playing, uh, could be playing football in February and into March. In February and March next year. Well, yeah. there, there, there's uh, talk about... Uh, skipping or just say going without uh, uh, bye weeks, uh, skipping the Pro Bowl, uh, and trying to shorten the season in in those ways. Um, but uh, skipping the Pro Bowl? What are, are you, you talking kidding about? Kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh man! So, Bunch of dudes just. That's what I'd be more afraid of. I mean, right? shoot, man, that's just a, that's a vacation. Yep. For these guys, you yeah, know, it's not even a game, right? Well, let's move along, guys, to the second round. I think we, I think we actually did pretty good talking about Lakuta. So yeah, I mean, first round, that's, that's, that's where we're going. Time. We'll we'll get later into how we feel yeah. about you know the whole the team is go, the team is going as a whole. Yeah, I was very happy with the the, the second round pick, uh, the running back, um, Mr. Swift. Uh, DeAndre Swift. Uh, he almost he almost came out last year. Uh, went back for another year, I believe. Uh, and shoot, he wasn't actually my my number one running back. Um, I I was thinking more along the lines of uh, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Uh, but hey. Uh, I'll take it. You know, he, he actually has a different uh, running style than than I was expecting them to, to, to be going for. Um, which gets into also uh, the two guards that we took later. Or they, I should say. The Lions. <laughs> they, uh, instead of going for, for a tackle like we had... Uh, all sort of hope for because um, they really they went for bigger guards and uh, to help in the run game um, and that's really going to help out uh, Swift with Swift's style uh, as opposed to Jonathan Taylor really who also you know was a, a workhorse back right and as opposed to Swift who's come from the committee backs in college and, and and so he gets the the game plan of of having to give your snaps to other other guys um, so i like that that aspect over 
um, you know, Jonathan Taylor maybe needing those snaps to, to get going. And maybe he needs to be a, a workhorse back like he, he, uh, he might see in uh, Indianapolis where he got drafted. But Swift, you know, he's he's accustomed to to the committee style, um, and I don't think that uh, so. I think he'll, he'll adjust pretty well to the Lions. What do you think about that, Randy? Well, I tell you what, uh, Swift. I, I was really quite surprised when they took a running back because you know we talked about it before in previous podcasts that running back was not really a big need. We had quite a department to begin with. And uh, when they t- took him, you know, I, to me it was a coin flip between who was the best, between Swift and uh, uh, Jonathan, uh, uh, whoever the other running back was. Taylor. There. Yeah, but uh, the consensus I've seen is they, I've seen more more, more uh, people say that Swift is the better running back. But it, it just seems to me that uh, this is probably the guy who is going to change the run game blues in Detroit. Uh, nice. We, I, I, seriously, I mean, you know, with the improvements that they've already made on the offensive line and everything being healthy, uh, as we know to this day, you know, the return of Bo Scarborough is carry on Johnson, Ty, you know, and uh, what is his name, West Hills, yeah. This is going to be fun to watch. It's going to be very interesting watching our running backs run the damn ball. (laughs) Apparently they want to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, run the damn ball. How many times, Tom, you're watching a game, you and I both are screaming at the damn TV, run the damn ball. Well, yeah, and for, in the fourth quarter, I mean, you literally have to be able to run. The, it's not about how much you do it during the course of the game. Sure, you pass the ball, you have to put up yards, you, you do whatever you have to do to score. You know, we had a great quarterback that can, you know, zip passes all over the, all over the place. So, From um, Eddie Yeah, yeah, I mean, we don't. he doesn't have any problem, you know, throwing touchdown passes. Um but we need to be able to run the clock out in the fourth quarter. You have to be able to control the game. Yeah. You don't just run yeah. the ball; you run the clock. Yeah, and you and you and you and you control the ball. Yeah, yeah, and so you know that's a huge part of of what they want to do, um, and have guys that can catch out of the backfield. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. When we're talking about Swift. I mean, here's a guy that. So yeah, my point is with with Swift is that, you know, he's a really versatile guy that we really haven't seen in a while. That that you know, run out of the uh, backfield, uh, catch, you know, run really, and he's a three down guy, and right. it and doesn't mean he's going to be on the, <laughs> on the field all three downs. You know, you know, but he up and down be. the field. Yeah. He's going to platoon, but he is a three-down guy in the, in the sense that you can use him anywhere. Yeah, and uh, he, he comes from a committee uh, school of running backs, 
and as opposed to like sure. John Taylor, who was just a workhorse. And, uh, maybe he needs to be a workhorse. Uh, you don't know how guys react to, mm-hmm. to certain situations like that, and uh, suddenly only getting uh, ten carries a game, as opposed to yeah. 30. I mean, the running back <laughs> takes such a big beating that yeah. You know, I mean, he, I really trusted f- him to to take that beating. Yeah, and like Taylor, yeah. Yeah. that is. Yeah. You know, I I thought he he he'd do all right in that role, um, and. Because he'd only be still only be, he'd be in a committee and, and then be going from thirty to twelve, you know, per game, uh, and not taking the beating and be fresher and, and mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of my thinking with with him there, you know, uh, coming in to be a uh, a committee, but uh, it seems uh, they might be going they being. Uh, the Lions, <laughs> uh, going a different uh, direction up front in their blocking schemes. Uh, so, uh, which gets into well, our fourth and fifth picks. But before that, uh, we have our third pick in uh, Julian Aquora. Yeah, first pick in the Aquora. Yeah, in the third round. Yeah, fell a little bit, but uh, came. Came off the board right in our rankings there, um, right after uh, Mr. Epinesa, uh, everyone's <laughs> right. uh, fan right. favorite, right. right? Yeah, I was uh, a big fan of, of AJ. Yeah, we didn't really have, we weren't real high on a Quora, um, but we had him lined up in the right spot uh, as far as value in our rankings. Yeah, I mean, as far as the third, yeah, where we took him, I, yeah, it was actually ended up being a great value. Yeah. Really, I mean, I didn't think that we were going to um, He's totally you know, really get anybody of that quality that late. You know, I was, I thought we had to go in the second round, you know, personally. So I was right. happy actually to get him in the third round. Yeah, he, he, he. I wasn't expecting him to go of the more defensive end type. You know, I was kind of hoping for uh, more of a Jack linebacker, um, like Uche. Well, right? I think he's gonna. Yeah, well, he's not. And, and so he's. he's yeah, that was. I, I, he's just too. taller, right? I, but I think he's athletic mm-hmm. enough to play, play. You know, in that sort of role. Yeah, in a variety I, of roles. Right, that's the thing. Variety of roles, right? Um, I don't know what. And that may take him a while for the variety of roles. Sure, uh, sure. Which is fine. Sure. Uh, You're a third rounder. I don't expect him to start for a year or so. I really don't. Yeah. You know, but I expect him to be able to come in and be a rotational guy. Heck right. yeah. Heck yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got length and speed and, you know, you know what I'm saying? And so he can come in, you know, full blast on third down. You know, when his brother's in there stuffing uh, the the edge against the run on first, second down type situation. When right. you're in a third down, you know, rotational, you know, pass rush mode, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. now we've got some guys that can, can do that. We've we've got um, Julian Bukwara, you know, along with uh, hopefully a, a healthy Bryant on the opposite side. Yep. So those guys can kind of do the strong side, weak side, jack linebackers with interior guys coming at you with, 
you know, Williams and, and Flowers, of course, you know, or possibly, you know, one of the... Uh, Being Shelton? Yes. Well, Shelton's not really a pass rusher, but I was thinking, you know, maybe one of the, the rookies or or, uh, or Williams. If you got Hand in there, Hand and Flowers and, and possibly Williams, yeah, that's a nice combination inside, plus having... Um, you know, some some of these young guys uh, with Bryant and uh, well, there's the Deshaun Cornell. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah, rounder. yeah, in the seventh round that that can that can come in and rush as well um, from the interior. You know, five, three to five type set. While while again, you know, guys like Julian Aquara and Bryant. Can be rushing from you know the edges with Flowers and Williams inside. On the threes, you have you know yeah. just basically a two, uh, you know a two four five, you know type defense, which you don't you know you don't change your defense around that much, and it gives right. you more so versatility four, with linebackers. linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, and that'd be great. In theory, that's what you're looking for, and you bring in, you know, your nose tackle, you know, in on your uh, your rundowns. Yeah. Two. Well, the best thing that I can say, you know, Todd, you mentioned his brother earlier. I, the way I see it with this kid is, it's got to be really good for a rookie to enter the NFL at the side of his brother. And, oh no, Tim. Yeah, these guys were really excited. It was pretty cool. I actually thought it was really pretty cool. I think it, it's it's, it's going to be younger brother challenging older brother. Um, the older brother, you know, can help the younger brother with maturity and establishment and the younger brother with more um, speed and athleticism challenges the older brother, you know, physically step up, you know, as well. And they can do this as a team. You know, I think the psychology of the, the whole situation with that, you know, for Ohio State, you know, it just all blends in yeah. a lot of what they're doing, of how they pair things up. Yeah. Um, There's a lot it, of wins in that. Yeah, it goes you know, all the way around. yeah, I think it's it's been really cool. So, I mean, when you look at that third round, um, that, that, you know, that group of picks there, you start out with Aquara. Um, I mean, he, he's. I think it's a good pick. From uh, a pass rush situation, we we had to have somebody. You know, I expected somebody, perhaps earlier than that. And yeah. um, so I, to get is, him in that third round yeah. pick, I thought that was that was actually a, a good quality. It is uh, a good thing because he's a situational guy. Right? Yeah, absolutely. His first round, you know, our first year rookie. Yeah. And he, he should still make an impact. Um, yep, yep, um, yep. Which is, is, is great because he... I, I think... Uh, I expect him to at least put pressure on quarterback. You, you know, that's all we need to do yeah, is move him around. Need 14 Just sacks. move him around. You know, make him think. You know, you know, get him out of a comfort zone. That's, I mean, a little bit more speed on the edges than when we had last year. That's really all we need. We yep. need guys to be healthy is yep. the biggest thing. And the more depth we can have behind the guys that, you know, we were counting on but weren't healthy, like yeah. hand. He's not going to set the edge like better off we are. 
but he's gonna he's gonna put more pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, than Kennard yeah. did. So. Right, right, and he can yeah, yeah, and him between him and Bryant, if Bryant can stay healthy, what you got there, Randy? I said I, I didn't I didn't get any vertical on him or anything like that, but he's got thirty four uh, and three eighths arms with ten and a quarter inch hands. He should be able to knock down a few passes. He's pretty strong, too, because he can bench press his old body weight 27 times. Nice. So I, you know, I, I, what, what more can you say about the guy? I just I don't know how fast he is. He did go to the combine, but he did not participate in everything. Right, and right. He was still coming off that broken leg. There was a lot of people that said, that, hey, this guy might have fell, you know, got scooped up in the first round if he had been able to complete his, his – uh, Last year there in college, he had a nice yep. start. I mean, everything looked good, yeah. you know, but then you break a leg and, hey, break yep. a leg is not a good thing. <laughs> not a good thing in football. <laughs> in football. No. And you know, it, so, it, someone was, was blocked into him. Yes. It don't matter what you do, you break a leg, it changes your life. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, okay. and for him, it, it was a fluke thing. It wasn't a... Uh, not going to be something that's recurring or some, you know, anything like that. So it's not an injury risk like uh, many other. Like of, <laughs> yeah, you know, like any other of uh, Quinn's other draft picks may have been at times. Um, you know, you get yeah. you get a guy in value. It's because he dropped because of injury, right? Right. Um, right. None of these picks that uh, seemed to really be of that type this year. Uh, no injury discounts. All seem to be pretty healthy, good health uh, records. Uh, yeah. Swift, Swift. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, Swift you know. has a couple shoulder injuries, I guess, but nothing. Uh, Everybody's been nag- playing the last nagging, couple of you years. Know, nothing, you know. You know what I'm saying? Every everybody's been playing the last couple of years, and it showed a lot of toughness. And so, yeah, from that standpoint, it's a good point. Thanks. And so, shall we move right along into uh, the next two picks? Uh, we got the, the two offensive guards. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, to finish out day two, yeah. I mean, we grabbed Jonah J- uh, Jackson from Ohio State. Yeah, and he, he had a lot of ink, a lot of, lot of, uh, lot of talk. Um, one of the top interior linemen. Yeah, number five on our list of interior linemen. Was he? He was. And where was PFF on him? Uh, shoot, where was PFF? Do I have that? Um we had a nice little run with PFF. Yeah, uh, he was the fourth best guard. So we bottom, of the th- bottom of the third round. Yeah, okay. bottom of the third. Okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, Detroit moved up to get him. A li- they moved up ten spots. Yeah, yeah. Good point, Randy. And I mean, he he finished his career at Ohio State as a graduate student. He he. Uh, was redshirted uh, his freshman year, I believe, at Rutgers, and then played for three years at Rutgers, graduated, came to Ohio State. So he's obviously a smart, smart guy. Came to Ohio smart State and started his... his, uh, his <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, his master's Except degree. for the Ohio State part, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, so, um, and, you know, and, Sorry, and he folks. elected to, yeah, play his fourth year of eligibility and, and was one of the stars of, of the Big Ten, really, at uh, uh, Interior. And he's played pretty much every uh, position... You know, within the interior, he, right. he and yeah. he's got he's got some center uh, uh, 
experience. Yeah. So he could eventually be a, a guy that's very versatile enough to be, you know, your your backup center. Uh, can play any part with any position within the uh, interior line, and uh, you know, I mean, we need we didn't take a, a tackle uh, in the first round. We definitely needed a guard. And yeah, so they took know. a guard. Now they took, you know, Graham Glasgow in the third round. You're kind of just kind of replacing a guy. Um, but, uh, you know, outside of that, um, I mean, it's more in what you're trying to do. And, it, and when you add it in, uh, the following a pick. <laughs> at the, yeah, at the first first pick of day three was a big surprise. You know, getting another guard. Yeah. And now you got two big nasties. Big nasties. Stenberg. Uh, Logan. Stenberg. That's his name. Logan Stenberg. Yeah, Logan Stenberg. And there, that 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 was a shock. I will admit. I was surprised, uh, but it's it started to to make sense the uh, the farther along uh, that round five started going, um, or I'm sorry, round four. Um, it it didn't seem as far out of the question um, since they hadn't taken a tackle, right? Right, right. Um, that the, the second guard uh, really made sense at that point. Right. So, sorry, Randy, I think I lost you there for just a second, but we're still talking about the uh, the, the two guards. Okay, if you start talking about it together, that's good, because that's how I kind of wrote up my bio on them, as together. Uh, is it, I, my, my biggest question is, you know, It'll be interesting to see if Quinn, you know, dra actually did draft two starting guards. You know, uh, like we talked about before with Decker, that, uh, you know, his versatility as a backup is probably serving oh. team better if, if they could get him. Uh, uh, are you there? Yes. Yeah, we're listening. Okay. Just say right, something. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, we I, love I, social distancing. Yeah. It'd just be good to see for sure that, you know, that Quinn's drafting uh, is is good, is starting to get better. You know, he's learning and stuff, you know, listening to his scouts or, or replacing the ones that he can't listen to. Um, <laughs> I really... Well, his team's in be, a better spot to draft as well. It is, and that's a great point, Rich. And it, and as far as the uh, the the offensive guards, I mean, he, they seem to have a plan with these guys. Yeah. And these guys were, I mean, Stenberg especially, in the, you know, in the fourth round. I mean, they were just like, I mean, we love this guy's attitude. And and you can Jackson draft, draft the, for a plan instead of draft for an absolute need at the time. Yes, I mean, they had a plan going in here, you know. And that's what I I love about uh, you know these guys and what I always harp on. You know, I was like, don't worry about, you know, what is perceived as best player available. It's about what fits into your scheme and how you want to, you know, put it in there. They, they, you know, doubling up on these uh, 
interior guys here was was pretty cool. I I, I got that PFF wrong too. Uh, we the PFF stats were we got the second best guard and the fourth best yeah. guard. Yeah, second and the fourth. Yeah, second and fourth. So. Uh, and I no, think that, yeah, that, that that they should be plug and play guys then. Right, you know, um, but you, yeah, I, I don't know how, you know, if that's, I Stenberg then, you know, maybe if it's the fourth best guard, but as far as interior lineman, maybe he ends up being the seventh or eighth, you know. Okay. You know, if they if they have centers in there, I I haven't done a, you know deep dive as they say um it was just a tweet that came out so um you got to take it for what it is um i don't know exactly what they include in that but you know it's still a good stat right second and fourth best guards in the draft um as far as interior linemen um i'm sure you know uh cushionberry and Bayadash, maybe they uh, were centers in, in that stat as opposed to guard um, so if you put them at guard you know maybe that knocks them down a peg or two but but still you're looking at great talent um, yeah I mean you know like I would say before is Quinn has caught a whole bunch of crap for you know his drafting and stuff like that if these two guys you know are actually you know, plug-and-play guys, it should solidify his drafting, you know, and it's especially if they are, you know. Yeah. I think Jackson needs to put out a little weight, but, then, you know, a couple cheeseburgers this summer should fix that, you know. <laughs> but Stenberg could be uh, Joe Dahl's replacement, unfortunately, you know, next year. I think, you know, I think Jackson's on the left side is going to actually, Jonah's probably going to take over Dahl. Jonah, huh? I think so. See, I, I, that'd be I, nice. I mean, I, only, I like Dahl's versatility too. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I, I want Dahl to go back to you know being that versatile guy that backs up everybody and plays the uh, the big fullback. fullback. You know, short well, even there, I, I, I would see Stenberg at left tackle and and Jackson at right guard. You mean? No, yes, I, yes, yes. Yeah, Sten, I got guard. Stenberg at right and Jackson at left. Oh, see, I got him flipped. Yeah, I yeah. initially thought they were flipped too, yeah. but, but but if but it, if if there's only one that's going to be replaced this year and only one that starts this year of the two, yeah, then it's probably going to be start Jackson. Right. Yeah, well, see, so you're putting Wiggins at right guard and Joe Dahl at left guard sure. to start the sure. season. They're the veterans. Yeah, so you, bet. you, you bet. Need, neither of these guys start the game one. Right. Right. So, you know, and, and Jonah Jackson has got the most experience across the line, so you might want to have him learning the center position as well. Oh, sure. You yeah, see, so if you can get him right. in there as, as a backup to left guard to behind Dahl and Decker, or Dahl and Ragnow, and then Stenberg behind Wiggins, then you can rotate Wiggins yeah. and Stenberg. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the only video that I've seen Dolan of Stenberg is him at left guard, and then he played left guard for three years. So that's that's all I'm going off of on Stenberg. Right, and right. But but, but I think he can, he's he, not going to play he, for a year, so he's got time to learn 
right probably. guard. Probably. I mean, I think he's going to be behind Will, you know, Wiggins at right guard. That's kind of what people are projecting him right now. Okay. I'm you projecting know. otherwise. But yeah, what I thought, do I know? I, I <laughs> thought Jonah would be coming in at right. But it makes more sense. The bigger guy is on the right, right side. Correct, but I, the, the Jonah has more is, versatility the need across is at, the line. The need is at right guard, and the more experienced right. guy is. That's why a fourth Jackson. round guy might end up starting, while the third round guy might be your top reserve. In as the inside guy that plays That'd all be three. Awesome! That'd be so cool if Stenberg came yeah. in and started over Jackson. People would uh, yeah. just have a fit. Well, I mean, I don't know why <laughs> I mean, no, people. No, I'm just kidding. You know, but, you know it's, it's not important what you know people think. Right, it really but they, isn't. But that gets that back to win. what Randy was saying: is that that uh, Quinn is drafted well, and and that if your fourth round guy comes in and starts before your third round guy, people are going to pat you on the back. To some degree, right? Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, because he does mine out the back end of the rounds. That's for sure, you right. know. And you know, but yeah, I, I like a, these guys' value in, in the being able to read in, yeah. in some article by uh, Eric Schlitt that's saying your fourth round tackle or your fourth round uh, guard is starting over your third round guard is a pretty good deal. Yeah, you know? yeah but eventually he's not to the other guy's probably going to start. <laughs> You know, and be the main backup to your Pro Bowl center. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. A, yeah, to 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 take. I mean, it in to the, the end, next Jackson's yeah. probably going to have the bigger role or the more important role. The important role, but not the flashier, sexy yeah, role does, of yeah, starting yeah, yeah, guard. Right. Yes, my point is that you don't have to start to have the most important role. Right. In, 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 as far in as my, interior it, alignment. Right. My point is the the fourth round guard starting over the third round guard is much more flashier yeah. than, than your... But if the third round guard can back up all three spots... Right. And the fourth round guy really can't. No, absolutely and not. He, you know, I mean, he's he's balls to the wall, one position, there you go. Right. Give, give it to so him and you're, go. you're all substance over flash. I get it. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's good. And that's, that's what you want out of the third round. Yeah, but since we missed out on, on uh, offensive linemen in the first round, uh, seriously, I mean, back-to-back -back guards, I, I I had zero problem with this. Right. It, it made, uh, yeah, it, same here. Yeah, it made you it know, all work. But my, my biggest point is, is it's just it would be good for Quinn and, and the fans to know for sure that one or the other, well, hopefully both, are plug-and-play starting guards, you know? Well, I would expect them to be ready to start by the end of the year. I'm not sure if they're plug-and-play starting guards. That, you know. Well, one of them's going to shoot half. It might have to be, you know. So. I don't think either one has to be. Right, we start off with Wiggins. I mean, we've got and Wiggins and Dahl. Dahl. You know, well, and Ibushi. Yeah, but you know how I am about Wiggins. Well, whatever. He's a veteran. He's, he's a, I mean, he's a big-time veteran. You know, yeah. you, no, we don't want him to, to start all year. That's, you know, for sure. We'd like to have a week one. But if we could put Stenberg in at right guard and Wiggins backing and rotating, he's got to rotate in now. Remember this. 
<laughs> rotate it, rotate in with, with Stenberg. Give give Dahl a break. You know, plus, you know, then you have Jackson that can give Dahl a break. I mean, you could have a four-way, you know, rotation going here until the rookies are ready, you know, to right. be full-time starters. You don't have to make them full-time starters out of the, out of the gate. But, yeah, I, I mean, I get your point. I think they're good enough to be by the end of the year. Right. You know, it, it, we're kind of hoping they will yeah. be. By next year, I think we'd together, love to have both these guys the starting plan. next year. Yeah. You know, that's well, yeah, the plan especially. we're talking about. Yep. Randy. Yeah, because most most everybody's got you know gonna run out of the contract here. You know. Yeah. Well, if you're if your backups were Dahl, Wiggins, and Crosby, you got a pretty solid line. Yeah. Absolutely, you do. Yeah. Especially with last year, like those guys were starters, actually starters. Right. You know? Exactly. And and two of the three are fairly young guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dahl and Crosby, then Dahl's a little older, and then you've got your wily old veteran in Wiggins, who can play guard center, or I mean guard tackle. You know, Crosby can play swing tackle, and Dahl can play, you know, guard center. Yeah. And tackle on the left side. Really, he's, you know, yeah. I mean, in a pinch for sure. And not plus, not. plus fullback. <laughs> Plus fullback. Don't forget fullback. Don't forget fullback. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, I, to me, that's seriously good depth. You know, developed in that line, and and both of these kids have, um, even though they're considered maulers and good in the run game, um, I think there's like one sack between them. You know, in the, like the last two years or something ridiculous. Right. 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 One sack. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Kentucky. Uh, where uh, uh, Kentucky Stenberg. ran the ball up. Stenberg. Yeah, Stenberg. yeah, they ran the ball They're a lot. But, I mean, they still, they, they passed once in a while. Once in a while, yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but he, he, liked, but he right. likes to push right. people around. Yeah. Comes from a farm, cattle farm, southern Tennessee. Come on, you know? Can't make this stuff up, right? Yeah. You know, and he likes to just bury ball. people into the freaking, you know, cow pies. Come on. Yeah, we love this kid. I love that Bob Quinn likes a kid with this kind of attitude on the offensive line. Yep. We just you and know, to, to don't want to be beat. That they didn't take a, any sort of tackle um, in the in the draft also uh, gives some kudos to uh, Crosby. You know, and, and Decker, and Decker. Right? Right. Um, I mean, I think a lot of Decker did not, you know, say not. Nah, we don't, you know, because maybe that was the thing, you know. Maybe that was the other psychological thing. It was like, grow up, we'll give you a bunch of guys from your, you know, all alma mater. Yeah. You know, you can be, you know, you know, their mentor, you know, and you know, rather than give somebody that is the perception that yeah, we can dump you anytime we want to. Right. You know, so that is kind of the. You know, a little bit the anti-New England, you know, style. A little bit. It's a different type of psychology. Right. And again, um, you know, and even the play, you know, people are now figuring out that um, Patricia is, you know, leans more towards Parcells than than uh, Belichick. Yep. Honestly, you know, in his approach to the game. So, 
you know, a little more old school football, a little less rugby. <laughs> that's, I mean, seriously, that's just the kind of the way I see it. So we moved yeah, into the I mean, fifth row, though? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then we moved right into, uh, after we got the, uh, the, 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 the interior lineman, we went to skill players. Stayed right on the offensive side. Yeah. And went, went with, with uh, a, 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 a kid out of Wisconsin, Bevel's alma mater. Another big school, right? Quintez Cephas. Wide receiver. Cephas with a C. Uh, wide receiver. Yeah. Um, the 20, gosh, what was he? Uh, uh, PFF had him as the 25th best wide receiver. Uh, and he was the 21st wide receiver on our ranking. Um, a couple guys hadn't been drafted out of that those 21. Um, so it you know, it was a pretty good pretty good call if uh, you're looking for a fifth round receiver at that point. Uh, and they obviously were. He was the best one of him, and really the the best guy available, period, at that point, uh, on their board, I bet. Um, seemed they were targeting targeting him uh, as a Wisconsin player. Uh, shooting a three-year starter. Uh, has had some, uh, had some problems his junior year, I believe. Uh, 18. Yeah. He was suspended. Last year. Get, well, got accused. This is a familiar story. He got accused. Right. And then, uh, and then acquitted, acquitted, and uh, full, full acquitted, and not uh, guilty is in, 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 as well. Right, right, exactly, yeah. exactly, not guilty, a, fully acquitted. Yeah, through a, a jury. Right, jury right, right, and and the biggest thing is that Bevel has got a lot of friends there in Wisconsin, you know, and and you know. There's no worries there. They can go in. They know the whole story. They, you know, know what's going on. And again, yeah, yeah, it's a, sometimes, uh, I mean, we've heard this story before, and sometimes this happens. But uh, in this particular case, this is, you know, they checked them out. The kids top notch as far as, you know, responsibility, understanding what's right and wrong. Yep. You know, and it's all about, uh, you know, being straight in life. So came back in nineteen. They, led, they have no the worries in yards, catches. Yeah. So again, we got guys that this is probably the most controversial um, for a lot of reasons. Um, I think you know I'm not even gonna go into all the you know the the people that that just want to you know throw out the grades and throw out uh, yeah this is a bad pick because of this that the other thing. Um, Obviously, I'd rather get into um, where I, I saw in different circles as far as the pro scouts where this is one of the steals of the draft. Right. Uh, at that stage, it, I mean, this kid is a round. strong yeah. runner. He's not super fast by any, any stretch. Um, but he seems to beat people. He has that sort of, you know, Burst. timing of burst. Yeah. When he's on the move, he's not necessarily out of the gate kind of guy, but when he's on the move, he can be physical and he moves his defensive backs. Um, 
and then he attacks the ball. Uh, former basketball player, he has really good uh, body control. So that's you know this is a familiar thing you know in Detroit you know we don't have to have the fastest receivers. It's yeah. better to be faster at defensive back. Receivers just they he can move it at. at Full speed, basically, no matter what he's doing. But the receiver knows Almost. where he's going. And yeah, yeah, and still move yeah, the on. guy. Still move the guy yeah. around. It, it, a player does not have to be fast to create separation, even if he's slow. The thing is about this kid is it's <coughs> his route running that's been the key to his success. That's what one thing that the announcers on the TV said with that about on his bio on there was was this kid is a crisp route runner. And, uh, and, and, and it's, it's going to be a circus to watch this because kid play. I mean, you know, he's, Cheers. He's, uh, yeah. he's, he's, he's not fast, but he's, he's football mm-hmm. smart. He knows exactly. how to run a route, and he knows how to create separation. Right. He you got know? a bad rep because he ran, you know, a bad time at the combine, you know, 4 seven. Four right, seven two. Right. Um, well, you know, and then he, at his I... pro day, we got an early pro day in, at, at Wisconsin, and, and he ran in. Uh, you know, one was reported four six two. I saw four five six. You know, see, so he's he's in that range. I mean, he's not like super slow. You know, yeah. um, the and and I've watched his film. It seems like he doesn't matter how fast he is. He seems to manage to get the advantage on the defender. Well, he was the, and he the has a great quote, body go-to control. guy on the Wisconsin oh, yeah. team, right? And he was their uh, number one guy. Uh, they were professional style offense in, in college, so you know another uh, maybe he took advantage uh, or was able to take advantage of the COVID nineteen uh, restrictions on uh, the that that the COVID nineteen. Yeah, he was on, a big ten, big ten guy. Uh, I mean, medical. You know. uh, Called just the medicals, you know, and getting deep dives into uh, people's history, and um, so he kind of, yep, solid guy would have fallen again. Solid guy, yeah, he might have fallen. He might have been hired in a different year when there wasn't so many wide receivers that were so good. Yeah, but then that was another argument. I mean, this guy could. There was guys that gave him, I saw a lot of A's on that. You know, you either got F's by, like, people that were trying to make a name for themselves, like Dave Burkett. Yeah. You know, well, oh, this is a terrible pick. If you, you know, if he's you, slow and he's, got a, and he's got a red flag. Whatever, Dave. Yeah. I mean, well, they want to they replace uh, people now. And it's kind of what we were doing with, with uh, the tackle, with worse, going for tackle. Uh, maybe we jump the gun a year, right? Maybe people were jumping the gun on wide receiver a year, uh, wanting to go with it in the second round. Sure, sure, right? Uh, so I get it, you know. You, but it's a it's a fifth round receiver that that now has a full year to to become uh, your number three or number four next year when you're going to need three receivers. The biggest right? thing for me is Next that, year you, you know, can get a draft pick and, and, and a, yeah. a, a free agent, say, and then you're going to have your number three right here. Mm-hmm. Your big slot. That we he, really well, want. He's going to compete last I mean, year. Remember, we've so. got, right, and remember, we've got, you know, guys like Lacey and, uh, 
uh, you know, the other, the back end of the receiver group that he's yeah, going to be. Fulgham's still there. And, and he's not a big slot guy, right? But 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 he's good to, to back up your outside receivers. And that's a good thing. And and now you got a guy that is really maybe going to take over for Amendola next year. Yeah, I mean, really, it's like uh, Geronimo Alice. You know, we just signed, and um, <laughs> that guy. Oh. You know, what I mean, I mean, we do have Victor Bolden on his team, but I mean, we didn't, we didn't expect him to make it. No. But Jeremy Davis, okay, here's a you know a yeah. special teams guy, right? You know, that's competing with Lacey, and now this this guy's actually coming in to compete with uh, Geronimo. You know, Allison. Well, the, in, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I'd, and now it's going to come down to these guys, the back end of the of the special teams guys are going to uh, be competing. But this is a June or July kind of conversation, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, sure. But I'm just throwing that in from this, from the, you know, uh, the wide receiver spot there, right? But, it, but and how he be... could how he could still fit in, you know, even though he's you know a late fifth rounder and, and well, the only wide receiver say. we have. Don't forget our late fifth rounder and Jared Heatley, who could Huntley. also yeah uh, be Huntley. Yes, be a is a special team. Yeah, knock um, some special teams guys out. Right, and so uh, CJ different Moore, roles though. Right, CJ Moore uh, safety. Um, last year, you know, these guys are going to have to not just be spectacular on special teams. They're going to have to find a role on offense or defense. It, it, it's going to be a different story than last year. Yeah, I see a lot more depth last, already. Last year, last year uh, special teams made your yeah, spot. We'll definitely now, talk about Now it's, it's going to be your, your secondary skill while being a special team here. Your secondary skill is going to be what makes your spot. Um, and that's where the, I think the upgrade comes this year from, from last year. Well, this is a fifth round compared, you know, run, uh, wide receiver, you know, um, over a sixth round last year in, in Fulgram. We already had to let go of his, his uh, team, old ex-teammate in, in Durham. Durham, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, just to make room for some, some, some guys. But, he, you know, that's just on the 90. You know, but that might change. That might um, change. But these guys, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Is the receivers have to be able to block. They have to be able to play special teams on Patricia's team. Okay, these four, fifth guys, you know, six guys, if you're going to carry a six, is, yeah. I mean, this the is their receivers role. receivers got to block downfield. Yeah, I mean, There's this is their role. Things, you know? And, um, and he, they picked up a guy in the fifth round that, uh, hey, you know, I'm all about, you know. Fucking knocking, knocking guys around. Yeah, Cephas, he really is about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he knocking he, guys around. He uses his body. He knows how to. You know, I mean, he's fir- he's built built good. He's built a lot like you know, uh, strong six uh, six Keyshawn, one two oh seven Johnson. or something like that. Yeah. So Keyshawn Johnson yeah. Yeah. came out oh draft last yeah. year. Yeah, so, so that, it's Randy? a good build. What, Randy? Todd said two oh seven. I got two oh two. Uh, yeah, I've seen him have heavier he, than that. He's so. good. He's really good. I yeah, like it. Yeah. I think it's cool physical. Aid. So I think it's a great he's pick. Got a cool, he's got a cool day. My friend <laughs> Linda asked me. She said, "If if if uh, if I knew if it, if his nickname was Bo, 
know, right? Yeah, right, right. Rich said the same thing. Yeah, so we can't have two bows. Yeah. So then we finish it up with, um, a, you know, a couple of developmental, um, defensive uh, linemen who well. both could make the team. Um, both shouldn't make the team necessarily, but if they're good enough to make the team, this would it would actually make it kind of exciting. Um, pick uh, in the seventh round. Um, Almost has, I mean, first of all, he has more versatility, but, you know, has just as much, uh, again, uh, opportunity, I think, to make the, the, the roster as the six-round six guy. Well, we, um, we, we mentioned Jared Hartley. Did we get Hartley? Yeah, Jason Hartley. Oh, did, did we? All right, let's skip right over our last uh, yeah. fifth-round guy. Yeah, you skipped it. We mentioned yeah. it, but we didn't. We need to keep mentioning him. Oh, man, Huntley is, like, the, one of the most exciting like picks of the the whole draft, right? Yeah, yeah. Another I think so. steal. Yeah, special teams, special teams, special teams. This guy is going to be the guy that you know probably beats out Agnew as a return specialist. You know, and I don't care if it's kickoffs or punts. Right. This is probably the guy. <laughs> Even if they when I texted you that, Randy, you said no. no. <laughs> well, I had to look into it. Tom. I didn't know who this guy was. I mean, That's all right. how many how many guys right off your top of your head do you know out of New Mexico State? You know. One <laughs> one of our conversations, uh, you know, a few weeks back, and you know, it was about how if Agnew. You know, the, we we had enough defensive backs that it seemed like Agnew didn't ha really have a place. Yep. And so, how was you? How were you going to replace his returns? You know, we had some options, including Ty Johnson. And then when we yep. added Huntley to the mix, it's like, whoa! Really got okay, yeah, this is really getting interesting. Uh, it looks like they're. They're moving more towards <coughs> defensive backs that, you know, can can play special teams uh, from a, a coverage standpoint. Right. Gun, yeah. You know, and, and let the offensive yeah. guys be offensive guys. Yeah. Have your that, moves. Would, that would make sense why they signed back D. Virgin and uh, uh, Mike Board. Sure, sure. <coughs> Yeah, that's definitely where the the competition is. But he's an exciting kid. I mean, Huntley's like you know he ran a four three seven at his at his pro day. He benched a bunch. Another his, kid that that benefited his, from a pro day. Yeah, 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 an early pro day. Before things uh, got New, shut down. New Mexico State University for all those folks that missed out. Yep. I mean, that's what happened. Aggies. So, they went like two and nine last year, and. Um, and they just depended on this guy for everything. <laughs> you yeah, know, well, he, he had a just a ton of all-purpose yards, you know, re, between returns, receptions, and, um, and and runs from scrimmage. And he doesn't shy. He, you know, he, he's a little, um, he's tougher. I mean, this is a better combination with, um, these two guys are a better combination than Amir Abdullah and, and Theo Riddick. Yes. Okay. It's like a higher end combination of these two guys. Plus, you have um, Carry on Johnson, you know, and Bo Scarborough. 
Right. You know, to back back that up. It's, yeah, it's one draft. You're getting better than... It's a really it's a diverse and deep running back group now. Yep. I think it's... Uh, that, so different it, sizes it, and shapes and I, abilities. I mean, I really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all of them are making the team. I mean, I expected them and wanted them to go after a running back. And a lot of people were like, no, no, we got to get that wide receiver, you know. And then for him to come away with two running backs, yeah, I mean, yeah, I couldn't have been happier. I know, honestly, yeah. honestly, you're right. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I mean, three, four point three seven forty. My God, you know, don't blink. I think he ran one faster than that at one of his pro days, but I, I think I see two, two, uh, another forty out there, but. Well, I mean, just to have runs, four, three, right? seven is that's that's don't blink, you know. Holy right. mackerel! Seems like he had a nice like uh, twenty shuffle, um, Good. you know that type of thing. Yeah. So yeah, he he's both quick and fast. Combine. Yeah, he's quick and fast. His okay. highlights look good. They burrow him. Him and um, um, our second round pick, um, Swift and Swift. Don't they, I Swift. mean, they they both you know drop their pad level. They're, they're, they can make themselves small and burrow forward, you know, and that's what we need with running backs. You know, I thought maybe they'd like to go a little bit more power, um, but they want shiftiness but still stay low. Speed. And some speed speed and power from a, from a very low pad level, you know, type of thing. And, I mean, both these guys. Hunter, Huntley, um, he... Uh, missed tackle ratio was was phenomenal. Ninety eight percent. You know, so tops in the in the in the um, country. Uh, your yeah. one of your favorite backs, uh, was, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, was second. Second with uh, uh, shoot eighty six or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? and then it was a yeah. big drop off after that with everybody else. But yeah, yeah these guys Zach are Moss, just. I mean, they make one. the first guy miss. You know, like. Like every time, practically, right? Yeah, can't touch me. Yeah, yeah, can't touch that. So, yeah. so but yeah, of interesting course, pick. Yeah, New Mexico State, right? Yeah, yeah. go Aggies. Um, and again, I you know, <laughs> but the competition got, is what it is. Um, and sure, he, but it, it's great. But he is additions, right? Yeah. Great addition. And he's from Philly, and we all saw his dad on, you know, speed, it, speed, speed. His dad runs oh, the uh, right. gym in Philly, and. Uh, uh, looks like we could uh, draft him for a, a defensive tackle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 five six or whatever he the, is. The right? beauty of that is that he's from New. He went to New Mexico State University, but he's from yeah, Philly. He's... So again, here's another guy that knows how to play in cold weather. Yeah, you know? uh, he he might have had a snowstorm or two, you know, in his high school days. So, you know. Again, I, that's what I and really hot like. weather, I, so he, I mean, when he I, goes to San Diego, <laughs> right. well, L.A., right, yeah. he's not going to balk at the 102 heat. Right, there you go. Pass there you out. Go. And, there you go. And, but still, football yeah. to me is a, you know, we play in a damn dome. It's, a, you know, it's why Patricia so, takes guys me. outside, you know, is like, you know, hey, you know, we're, we got we to gotta be a little tougher so, than so, this. Football players. So basically... Uh, you're saying that Huntley could basically probably beat out two guys like yes. Agnew and, and, and another running back. Yes, that's yeah, a possibility. Like Hills, Hills. Or, you know they got they got the Hills on there and, and, and 
two foot off the ground, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's better, better than my vertical ever was. <laughs> I'm six four. I've never dunked a basketball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he only had twenty three reps and two hundred on the bench press, you know. But okay, you know. Again, like yeah, I said, I thought Penasini was probably more. He was lower body strong. Yeah, um, he so he was more of an a, a low low pad level anchor. You know, he set his set his heels and and you know he stuffed the could stuff the gap. At the same token, he's supposed to have really good hands. So he's got he, ten and a half inch hands. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, and and, and, yeah. He, and he's supposedly pretty good with them. So he can move guys around, you know, rather than and and kind of put them off balance. That's the key there. He could probably use to add uh, add a couple of pounds, but you know he has been strong, uh, can and can play multiple spots within you know one to three, zero to three. Zero three, yeah, shades, all that. Yeah, yeah, he understands right. that, yeah. and that's the beauty of the Utah line, is that they have the the same type of thing. So that that we're doing, you know, they expect these guys to move around, and then uh, with Jalen Cornell out of out of OSU, you have another, you know, OSU guy. Um, your fourth uh, overall on the team, and third one out of the draft, and, and a very versatile, in, you know, inside guy yeah. that's going to uh, challenge strong, basically, for that backup big end behind Hand and Williams. Yeah. He played with uh, Chase Young and Devon Hamilton on the OSU line, and the uh, he did he did not get invited to the combine though, uh, but he, last year. He started all four T games, yeah. plus the Big Ten championship. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean he's part of it, and and the more tape you saw, you realize. I mean he played hard, whistled, you know, snapped a whistle, yeah. um, Quinn a lot said, of hustle, every play, all over the place, yeah. and was versatile. And Quinn said the yeah. the more the the season went on, the more playing time he got. Yeah, and. As his playing time grew, so did his effectiveness yep. and, and his uh, yeah. stats and all yeah. that. Yeah. So understanding his role, understanding what he was doing as a player, you yeah. know, and growing within that role. Yeah, and in his career, he had good seventh uh, rounder. He, he played played in forty six games. He started fourteen. He had thirteen and a half tackles for loss. With uh, 63 total correct, uh, tackles. Okay. Uh, that's, that's our his senior year, he had 30 tackles. Six and a half tackles for loss and four sacks. Yep. And the, uh, I mean, and really that's, good. That's good stuff from the yeah. seventh round. You know, we, yeah. uh, this is why I said, you know, this is the guy out of these two that I would be the most excited about. He, you know, he played in the Rose Bowl. They beat Washington. He had a quarterback sack for minus seven yards. So, you know, this this is a kid that, you know, in the seventh round, I mean, right. got, a, got a bio like that. This is this is something to smile about, I think. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So this, absolutely. Uh, we're running into our last four minutes now. Yep. So, so we're going to wrap it up. It's It's been a, it was a really good draft, you know. It, uh, it went off seamlessly. Uh, 
the and, and then the talent just you know the second round was just incredible you know you, you we went into the, the day two with with a list of 17 guys that you, you could have it at the it, whatever it was 53 50 or 35 I guess um, and then at the end you know you still end up with a guy you, you, you love um, so it's great um, he had uh, we learned a lot let's say I think about uh, the running game that's that that we're gonna see this year um, and that's uh, one thing the we commitment were, to it for sure yeah because yeah, guards and running backs yeah because yeah, it just wasn't there last year uh, as much as they talked it up going into last year uh, Matt Stafford was on pace for 5,000 yards again so uh, you know uh, God willing, the creek don't rise. Uh, we'll have a good Stafford and a good running game this year. Um, that's that's what I that's what I come out of this with. Uh, and then a, a a neat neat defense, uh, versatile. Um, some some guys that that I didn't expect to to come uh, come our way came our way. Um, uh, and that's like uh, Okora. Uh, and and really that I think. That was kind of the 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 theme of this draft uh, across the board was, other than Akuda, no one had any idea who the heck the Lions were going to take. Because, <laughs> but but they did pretty much cover the they covered the gamut the areas of the, of that the, we were looking for. Yeah. they did it in different rotations and different great. guys. I think it's a good. But draft. it pretty much shows that they had a plan. Yeah, and no one they knew have what the plan was. Because the media got everything that, wrong, you know. I mean, <laughs> over the course of the months, yeah. they, 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 they covered the, the players, but 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 they were standing and coveting players that uh, were really nowhere near getting drafted by the Lions. I mean, maybe Epinesa, you can say, was close because uh, uh, Okora was the next in line, and they just missed him by 15 Picture, so <laughs> right, you know, yeah. uh, so you right. know, uh, but this will all this will all pan out over the next few years as to uh, who is. Yep, right we'll grade them in three years. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh yeah, but, but we're gonna we're gonna root for them for them now. That's for sure. Yeah. So I'll just uh, do the old Twitter plug. Uh, uh, myself, Rich is at Pisspore Packers. Tom is at Twitter Tom. Randy is at Wooden Tunes Two. And the M sixty six North Detroit Lions podcast is at M six N D L P. And uh, shoot, it's been a great podcast uh, season for us uh, for the draft. Uh, I got a lot of guys I want to shout out to, but we ran out of time. Um, uh, we'll do that next podcast. I promise. A lot It'll of guys that. A lot of guys that uh, gave us information for the podcast, or well, just for the draft in general, uh, that work tirelessly, um, and they'll get a shout out next week because I know they're listening right now. <laughs> yeah. So until uh, next week, go Lions! Go Lions! Go Lions!